This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. And we're back. So, part two, <laughs> um, we're going to continue this conversation about printing. And yeah. why, is, why is printing important for photography? <sighs> yeah. Big sigh. It's a big sigh. I mean, <laughs> I... I I feel like it's a controversial position. Why do you feel it's controversial? Because I, I actually think that it's not photography if you don't print. Okay. Like, that all of the things that people do, all of the photography, and I put that in quotes, <laughs> that people <laughs> air are, quotes. Air quotes <laughs> that people are doing isn't really photography. They're, people are taking pictures and they're mm -hmm. sharing pictures and, and images have become... Um, currency. Currency in social, social currency. Yeah. But that isn't photography. And while I, and we kind of talked earlier that like I, I put it, there's a big banner over what is photography. There's a lot of things that fall under that banner. And I suppose someone could make an argument of some kind that not printing is still photography. Mm -hmm. But I think I want to stand on this point and not budge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, the, and the problem is it, it's not that you have to have a physical print, although I do think that's important, mm -hmm. and I'll kind of circle back to that. But it's really about this selection process. Uh, you know, it used to be harder work to, to take pictures. You had 36 pictures on, on a roll <laughs> of film, and you had right. to develop it, and it took a week to get back, or whatever it was, right? Yeah. And, um, and it cost money. Mm -hmm. So I, I was sitting around with some photographers the other day and we were kind of reminiscing over that feeling when you've got you, you're taking pictures and you have 36 images and you're down to like the last three or four right. and you're starting to stress out. Yeah. What's worth it? Yeah. Like I'm not going to take a picture of that stupid thing because <laughs> that's probably not something I care about. I'm going to save it in case I need it. Yeah. And I'm not suggesting that that's required, mm -hmm. but it did create a. Uh, uh, a value of this it created a, a bar yeah that like something needed to be kind of worthwhile enough to shoot and now we've made that go away uh, images are effectively free we take billions of them mm -hmm. and we take a lot of them and that's great but we are um, abdicating that job that a photographer really has which is to go through all the pictures and pick out the ones that are worth it and um, printing is a high bar. It's, it, you know, if I'm going to actually go say, I took all these pictures, but this is the one that I'm going to put some energy into. I, I plan to look at it more than the rest. I want right. to keep it. I want to save it for some reason. I want to give it away. Um, that, I think, is, is an important distinction that separates the, this picture from that picture, from, from just the, the crud that I'm shooting all the time. You said something that I really liked. It's about, you said photography is decision making on multiple levels. And it's, what I liked about that was, uh, I mean, just kind of summarizing a bunch of the conversations we've had already. It's like you're you're choosing the moment. You're choosing how to edit it, whether it's cropping or the, you know, the, the effects or the filters, the brightness. 
brightness and you're choosing ultimately what to print what to what to kind of you know which of those images mm -hmm. is really worth worth printing do you i, I don't mm. know what are your what are your thoughts do you want to elaborate on that or well, I'm, I'm thinking about that as you say it i do you not disagree with the statement i i, I agree <laughs> that there's you know photography is ton of creative decisions yeah I mean historically and uh, there was debate whether photography was an art because it was considered a mechanical reproduction like a uh, Xerox is yeah. a Xerox of something uh, a piece of art right. if I Xerox art is the Xerox art <laughs> and um, they felt that you know it takes no creativity you point this mechanical device at the world it captures an image and mm -hmm. that isn't art and that was an argument made for a long time right you know it, photography was invented in the you know 1830s mm -hmm. 1850s and uh, it was a almost 100 years, or at least 50 years before it started becoming more and more increasingly creative. But it really, you know, like it took the modernists and right. people like Ed Weston, who um, referred to photography as kind of a willful deception. Mm -hmm. Like he, he was pointing out that it isn't just this mechanical reproduction, that the photographer makes a, a lot of creative decisions about how I'm capturing this thing yeah. what it, how it's being cropped how I'm framing it how the light is like those are, are important and creative and they change how someone experiences something yeah so um, I, I agree with your statement that that photography involves all of those decisions mm -hmm. but you can even hold your camera out of your car window without looking and snap a picture <laughs> and that's a picture you know, and True. that might and it might be incredibly emotive. And I did I made none of those decisions in a sense. Yeah. And so to me, the ultimate decision is the choice. I look through everything that I shot, some shot by the monkey shot, some shot by the drone, <laughs> some shot on the security camera. It right. doesn't matter. Photography's never really cared a whole lot about the apparatus, mm -hmm. you know, and even the circumstances of that apparatus. But it always comes down to a human being going through the pictures and selecting this one over that one for mm -hmm. some reason of their own choosing and I don't care why but this one is the one that I'm going to print yeah and um, it's not just that I'm gonna print and share it's just I'm gonna make this print and it it is a I think it is an important part of this process and we don't print anywhere. We don't need to print because we can look at our pictures without printing them. I would disagree. I would say like, but to, to do that, uh, I mean, to to just take pictures and just have them on your phone, they sort of die there. I mean, it's yeah. like you don't you don't have those moments to, to look at. Like, I think there's something to the photos on the refrigerator, the photos on the wall, the photos in the hallway that make that make memories you know that or that sort of cement totally memories and I, that's completely true I, I mean you can create a memory by enshrining a, how often have you have you looked at pictures of a vacation as a child oh, totally, and yeah. that is your memory of the vacation it it's is, hard to yeah. remember things that weren't photographed <laughs> it's it colors it yeah and, and it's and it's a little bit weird I actually think you know I think all of memory is a, a kind of a funky thing right we remember things in funny ways and I choose to honestly I kind of choose to romanticize my past my life my mm -hmm. children growing up and yeah. all this stuff through the careful selection of photographs like huh. I and I want my kids to remember these moments not and they're not all just sort of the happy moments right but I'm still picking and choosing what is enshrined in the history of our family mm -hmm. and 
that becomes how you remember it. My brother had a kind of a, a joke that has always um, made me laugh where he used to tell me that he would whisper to his kids when they were sleeping, you're having a wonderful childhood. <laughs> 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 and just it was a mantra and somehow they would grow up and feel like I don't know why I think this but I feel like I had a wonderful childhood the same phrase <laughs> that's brilliant and so to me that's what photography a little bit of that is we know it creates a sort of a fiction yeah I can choose these pictures I choose how I want my life to be and honestly, social media does that. Like we create these fictions in social media, yeah. how we want other people to see us. In the old days, it was less about how other people see you, but it was certainly about how you choose to see yourself and your life mm -hmm. and the things around you. I have a particularly sort of romantical way of looking at stuff, a kind of a moody disposition. Mm -hmm. And so my... I, moody I, and romantical. There I you like go. That. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so... Um, the, that's how I post-produce my pictures. That's how I choose yeah. what I'm doing. Um, I don't know how I can reconcile having that feeling about the falsity of photography mm -hmm. and my desire for it to be a documentary type of thing where I, I have a problem with, um, you know, like computational photography or, 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 right. or, or, or uh, photoshopping pictures. Like I don't want to photoshop pictures. Why mm -hmm. don't I want to do that? Because to me, I'm creating a fiction. But it's, it's not just because it's a fiction. Uh, it's actually because the fun of the, if that's the word, the sport or the hobby of right. photography is, can I wrestle an image from defiant opportunity to kind of Yeah, you've paraphrase. said that before. The sport of the art, I think, was the phrase you, <laughs> I, was the, was the phrase you used, which, which I thought was really interesting. Um, the sport of the art is that you wanted to capture everything real. So it's like if, if a bird landed on your daughter's arm, mm -hmm. that you caught that moment, it wouldn't be the same as if you Photoshopped the bird on That's her right. Arm. If I just see her and I think, oh, that would be cool if a bird was there. <laughs> and, and so because I so value like my ability to catch those moments, mm -hmm. like being a hunter in some way, I can't use Photoshop ever because it would always bring into question whether I had created that moment. I, unless I have sort of a, an, a, an ethic that says I won't do it, mm -hmm. you will always need an explanation like, wow, look at that. The whale is jumping over the shark and it's catching a bird in its mouth. Well, you can't say that. Now you can't be like, oh, jump the shark. Clearly, that would be as good. <laughs> yeah, but like you want to be the person who has the journalistic – You have journalistic credibility so that when someone sees the shark jumping over the dolphin right. or whatever it is, that – it's believed because I'm a person who, who makes that r picture real and not an illustrator who I'll just put it together because I'm right. talented in a darkroom. I've been putting negatives together in a darkroom. In fact, I did multiple exposure stuff. It was always clearly an illusion. Like It was, it was always a fantasy picture. The Yulesman mm -hmm. pictures and my early stuff are fantastical and poetic and cool. No one would mistake those. They're not trying to deceive people. But you're you're differentiating like Jerry Usman as as an illustrator, whereas you whereas kind of uh, how do I want to say this? Almost like capturing the honesty of the moment is is how you define yourself as a photographer, but not yeah all photography. Yeah. Well, I I can't general. I mean, I. Even though I would love to say something broad like photography <laughs> is about the real, yeah, 
that's sort of bullshit because it's not about the real. We've already established it's all kind of a fiction. A willful deception. It's a willful deception. And um, so I can't sort of rely on that. But when I look at, you know, you look at Cartier-Bresson and you mm-hmm. see these these decisive moments. Mm-hmm. If he was using Photoshop, if he was using a tool to create it, they're not that interesting. Right. It's only interesting because he composed it and he captured that moment. And that's what I want to do. I want to go out in the world and catch things and show them to people that mm-hmm. this this sort of surreal magical thing that was beautifully composed and I got it. Well, I think there's something cool about just the surreal magic of everyday life. You know that you actually get to capture that and it makes our day-to-day life feel a little bit more elevated because there are so many beautiful elevated magical moments that happen and photography is one way that we get to actually capture them and share them. Is the sharing important? Well, I would say that if a tree falls in a forest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if no um, one sees it, look at... Um... I don't know. I mean, I think it's, it could be enough for you to have and, and, and reflect on it and see it, but isn't it that much more powerful to print that moment? Well, it is. I think that when you go through your pictures and you pick something out specifically to print, mm-hmm. you're making it iconic you mm-hmm. the iconicity of that is ascribed you it, it isn't like you're looking through your pictures and you find that iconic picture although right. you know, maybe you could argue that the guys raising the flag on Iwo Jima like that was an iconic moment but there might have been other moments in that series of pictures he took that were if he had chosen that one mm-hmm. another picture would be the iconic picture of that right so I think it's the work of the photographer to pick the picture and to disregard the rest. Like, I don't want to see all 50 pictures of them raising the flag. <laughs> I don't want even want to see a video of them raising the flag. I mean, that would be cool. And there are videos of them raising the flag. Yeah. But it's but that one. It's that it's it, it stands alone. It's been pulled out from the rest. And and it's sort of pragmatic. It's, it's a pragmatic thing. You can't save everything. Yeah. And so we need to pick and choose what we're going to save. I mean, and that begs a whole completely different thing about the printing. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I I'd mentioned that, you know, my, my father passed away a while ago. And as kids, we went through his stuff. Like yeah. you go through your your stuff and you find all the things that he saved and right. collected. And like, are you going to keep everything your parents owned and carry it like and now it's their stuff is now in my house? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like that sounds like a, a lot of things. So. You get rid of a lot of it, the furniture and the th- and mm-hmm. and so what do you save? It's like from just your parents. What yeah. do you save? Is it a couple pieces of jewelry and a few photographs? Mm-hmm. Like that's because that's not. It's not that the other things aren't also amazing, but you have your own things in your life, mm-hmm. and and the work to go through all that stuff is is a lot of work. Yeah. So imagine if I have terabytes of photographs in the cloud and I die right who would care to go through that to find I mean if I'm famous and I had an amazing life maybe mm-hmm. someone would mm-hmm. maybe but for assuming all like we talked in the last episode about all the technological barriers to like keeping the passwords and all the right. file formats yeah. and all that but yeah. let's say you kept all of that and now you still are sitting down with a hundred thousand images mm-hmm I just don't see people going through that. I think we've democratized all these professional tools. Everyone now can do this work. 
but we've now democratized we forced to us the curation mm-hmm. of that and so it's incumbent on us to go through our stuff and pick out the things that are important even we're not going to throw out the other hundred thousand pictures in our life but maybe we can select the few that we want to keep and you could say well just put a little heart on it you right. know and now it's in my favorites folder but i would say you need to go one step further and like we need to print some of those out now you don't have to print neo-modern you don't mm-hmm. even have to print archivally you just got to print them yeah if you don't print archivally they will fade eventually mm-hmm. and and you know like polaroids or, or mm-hmm. walgreen pictures right. and stuff like that and you have to take extra care of them to keep them in the dark so they last for generations archival prints will last for hundreds of years yeah. and it seems like a better it's just a, a, a great way to normalize this thing mm-hmm. where i've I have gone through my stuff. I've picked out the important things. I've decided I want these to last or I want to be judged by them or I, yeah. or I want my kids to have them. And uh, you got to print. Like that's why you have to print. Um, among all the other things, mm-hmm. th- like there's still that. Um, and I think it's important. I love the, the importance of an edit. I think it, it, it is really true. I mean, no matter what you're doing in life is, I mean, whether you're writing a letter or you're, uh, whether you're, taking snapshots or you're just even creating creating anything it's like the importance of that second eye that edit that refinement that's what differentiates i think a creative eye and a creative work from just i don't know like churning stuff out like if you want to go beyond the churn you need to look at it again and say okay this is what i'm choosing this is what i want to share and print and um, put out there I mean, I think people could argue that, well, I do that on Facebook. Like, I go through the hundred, I shot a hundred pictures at the party and I'm only posting 20. Mm -hmm. And that's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's part of it. But even 20 is a lot. Like, we're in a very busy world who's, you know, maybe people look at those for a split second or they they flip through them. The bar is high to to say, this is a picture that I want to return to a lot. And that when I look at it, there's a lot in it that it's not just this simple thing there's i i get more and more out of it over time and uh which pictures rise to that level not all of them and that's fine we, it's so easy to take pictures it's, it's great but you can't not do that last part and if you wait till you're you're 80 and try to go through all hundred thousand pictures <laughs> that's that's kind of brutal i think when you go through the 20 pictures that you kind of like from the party I would say get it down to one or two. And like if we could post like that, if that's what our Instagrams look like a little Mm -hmm. more where we were really getting it down to like we just show one image of this thing. I I, I find it so irritating when someone takes a selfie. I don't mind selfies even, Mm -hmm. but they give you three, like one from each kind of angle of this thing. Like really, (laughs) you couldn't even get the selfie down to one image of you at this thing. Here's you a little bit from the side and here's a little bit different light. (laughs) Just pick the one that that you love the most. And And I'm not saying it's easy, but by not doing that, you're putting that work on me, the viewer. Right. And you're like, which one do I like? Oh. No, yeah, no, I agree. Let's work on the edit. I think that, that I mean, first and foremost, that that it's a great exercise. Work on the edit. I keep hoping that that we're going to hit this sort of photo fatigue thing. I mean, all curves of photography are up and to the right. <laughs> you know, everyone's taking more and more pictures. It's easier. They're getting better and better. Right. And I, I guess sort of secretly, I hope that everybody is going to hit this max where it's like, I can't. 
it's just too much. No one cares. No one's looking. It's like everyone everyone's talking and no one's listening. It's like everyone's shooting and no one's looking. Ah, uh, that's a really interesting metaphor. Yeah, everyone's talking and no one's listening. And so that's photography in the 21st century right now, a little bit. Yeah. And I'm hoping, or our podcast, and uh, <laughs> everyone, hopefully not. <laughs> and so I, I guess I'd like that maybe we've we've hit that peak, and we're going to start coming down where it's like there's just fatigue. I will do the work, and I will I take these great pictures. I will post them on social media to kind of get some vetting for what people really like and what I I like more, and then I print the couple, you know, one a month, five a month. It's not very many prints. But that would make a world of difference. And you don't have to put them on a frame on the wall. Just throw them in a box. They're archival. They'll last. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know there's a lot of pressure to, like, do something. Put them in an album or do something fancy with them. And I just think kick that can down the road. Just get them in print first and figure out what you want to do with them later. Um, make a collage. Put them in a scrapbook. Put them on the wall. But at least it's an archival print that is beautiful that you can hold in your hand and like and... And I think that's a start for people to really experience photography. Like, that is photography to me. Yeah. Next week, I want to ask you, what was the last picture you printed and why? What a provocative question. All right. We'll pick it up there next week. Um, this has been kind of interesting. I don't yeah. know. I enjoyed it very much. Um, all right. Well, um, I hope people will post their pictures and talk, ask us questions about this stuff because, um, I don't know. We could go on indefinitely on this, but I, I mean, I want to start looking more at your pictures and, and more at sort of our listener pictures and see if we can help everybody more. That'd be wonderful. All right. Well, let's pick that up next week. All right. Thanks, Ruben. All right. See you later. Bye.